0: You know, all of us need a community around us because I don't know about you guys, but how many of you guys in this room would say you're walking through something difficult right now? You're walking through something dark, something hard. And I think something that makes the most difference for each and every one of us is the people that we surround ourselves with so many times. And honestly, it's one of the reasons that we created this event called She Gathering. You know, one of our goals when you step into this environment is that as soon as you walk through that door, just by stepping in this place and seeing this in beautiful environment, that you go, I feel even more beautiful just by stepping in this place. You know, something encourages you, something uplifts you. And there's something so powerful when we step in a room and we can worship with a group of women we can be connected, we can feel seen, we can feel beautiful. And I just want to take a moment to thank the team that put this together. You know, we have just a yes, can you give it up for them? Emily Rodriguez and Devin and Clariana and Jen, All, all tons of people that go into making this event happen, and we're so excited that you guys are here with us today. But here's what I know, and I don't mean to start off in like this heavy way, because this is like flourish, this is life. But here's what I know, there's some of you guys in this room today that you're lonely. and my, my, Honestly, my heart is just so heavy right now. You're in this room and you're surrounded by people, but you feel alone. You know, even as I was preparing this message, that kind of was just weighing heavily on me and I started looking up things about loneliness. And do you know that in 2023, the Surgeon General published a report that says this, loneliness is far more than a bad feeling. It harms both individuals and societal health. It is associated with greater risk of cardiovascular disease, dementia, stroke, depression, anxiety, and premature death. The mortality impact of being socially disconnected is similar to that caused by smoking up to 15 cigarettes a day. And even greater than that associated with obesity, and physical activity, inactivity. The harmful consequences of a society that lacks social connection can be felt in our schools, our workplaces, civic organizations, where performance, productivity, and engagement are diminished. When we go through life disconnected from community and feeling lonely, it is taking a toll on us that God never intended. He intended us to do life and community and together and gathering with one another. So my prayer is tonight as you come into this room and as you walk into this environment and as you're surrounded by women, that if you feel lonely, connect with somebody, lean to your neighbor. I mean, honestly, I think sometimes as women, We feel awkward doing stuff, but we all feel the same way. I say this all the time. Like We're all like, I feel this way, but I'm nervous about about saying something. If you're lonely in this room, raise your hand. Thank you, thank you, all across this place. God wants to meet us here tonight. And I think one of the things that we need is connection and community. I wanna tell you guys a story. Thank you so much for playing for me. I didn't want to just come up here and, you know, go for it. But I want to tell you guys this story. A couple of years ago, I'm going to bring it up a little bit. A couple years ago, my husband and I went to South Africa with some friends, and it was this really like active kind of trip. So in South Africa, everything is like hiking and shark diving, and I, I don't. TJ did that. I did not. But one day we all decided we're going to go hike Table Mountain. Okay, Table Mountain is about a 3,500 foot hike up a mountain. Now, I was in pretty good shape, but see, the rest of the people with me decided we're going to go at the hottest part of the day. Now, I don't know if you can look at me, but I'm a pretty pale person. (laughs) The sun does not do well with me. And so we start hiking this mountain and all of them are starting off like hyenas. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going I'm to pace myself. So I'm like hiking up this mountain. I got my water bottle. And I'm hiking and I'm hiking. And all of a sudden I'm like, Ooh, getting kind of tired. And so I start kind of lagging behind. And like, I'm like, I'm just going to take a break for a minute. <sighs> Finally, somebody noticed because they were so far ahead of me. And they came back and they were like, Shayla, are you okay? I was like, you know what guys, it's, it's just too, high. I can't do this, like I literally feel like I'm gonna die. I think I'll just go back to the car. You guys just go ahead, you hyenas. You know, like just keep going. I don't wanna hold you up. They're like, no, Shayla, come on, you can do this. Come on, you can do this. I'm like, I really can't. <laughs> so I did because peer pressure. We're like climbing, 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 climbing till I get to the point where it's like about every minute I'm like, okay, (coughs) I need to take a break. Literally every minute I'm finding a rock. I'm sitting down, just go ahead, just go ahead. climbing 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 the guy that was with us like literally he took off his shirt he had one of those shirts that like helps protect you from the sun and he's like they're dumping water on me and i have this shirt on and so they're they're just stopping every little bit they actually took a picture when we were part of the way up the mountain i think i'm going to throw it up here tj is behind me and it doesn't look like this but he's actually pushing me Shayla you can do it you can do it it took us two hours to climb the mountain and I wanted to give up a million times but because I had people around me I didn't go back home and when I got to the top there's another picture I would have never experienced the top of this mountain had I not been with people who had not pushed me and encouraged me, I wouldn't have had the privilege of standing on this place and going, I did this. And we need this same thing in life. So many of us, God's plan is for us to get here, but along the way there's negativity that has creeped in. There's frustration that's creeped in. There's difficulty that's creeped in and we're just constantly talking ourselves out of the things that God wants to do in our life. How many of you guys think, doesn't it seem like many times there is a force that's always trying to like divide and separate? Divide and separate from community, from connection, from moving forward. I mean, if you think about it, in your mind, there's always something trying to discourage you to break you, to divide you. You're not good enough. You're not pretty enough. You can't do that. You're not smart enough. Nobody likes you. That's just my mind, I guess. <laughs> but he's always trying to separate and divide. And what happens is that negativity starts to, we start to overanalyze things, right? Any overanalyzers in this place? You're it just, thank you. There you are. <laughs> All my people. You start to overanalyze things and you start to think and you start to marinate and what happens eventually you separate, you divide, you disconnect. I mean think about this, None of it, we are all over thinkers. None of us ever say, well I just have too many positive thoughts. <laughs> I mean I just have way too much gratitude right now. <laughs> I've got too many blessings that I'm counting in my life. I'm just too joyful right now. Listen, we never say those things. What are we always saying? I'm overwhelmed. This is hard, this is difficult. There's this overthinking, this marinating that begins to happen in our mind and what does it do? It starts to create fear, starts to create worry, it starts to create anxiety and your negative thoughts begin to seed doubt and you start to believe the lies that the enemy has in your head. All the way up the mountain, my body was telling me no. My mind was telling me no. Everything within me was telling me no. But that was here, my body could do it. I could get to the top. I just needed some people around me to go, Shayla, let's get out of that mindset. Let's get out of that thinking because what happens is, is those thoughts begin to distract you from the truth of what God says and what he wants for your life, to separate you from others, to isolate you, to bring anxiety present in your mind. Do you know that the Greek word, the root word for the Greek word of anxious actually means to divide or separate? It actually means to divide or to separate. Ladies, listen, we need connection. We need community. We need each other to encourage each other to go, no, you're gonna get to the top of the mountain. You know, when we, many, many, many months ago, actually last year, we chose the theme for this event, Flourish. And you guys are like, Shayla, get there, because all I hear is like the negative aspect. But here, here's the thing, as I, was, as I was writing my message, I was like, God, why did, why did you choose Flourish? Why did you choose flourish? Because honestly, right now, everybody that I've talked to, everybody that I've like, has asked for a meeting with me, feels like everything around me is heavy and difficult and people are walking through hard things. So God, flourish, like, what do you mean flourish? and I began to look at the word flourish from a very different perspective as I was walking through preparing and the word flourish actually means fruit. It means to spring forth, to bud, to bloom. Means something beautiful is being produced and we chose this verse, Natasha said it as she was sharing in her video but there's this verse that says, the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. Now, there are some words in here that we love. We love flourish, right? I want to have a f- flourishing life. I want to have a flourishing family. I want to have flourishing relationships. I like the word grow. I want to have growth in my finances. I want to see growth all around me. I want to see growth present in my life. But as I looked at this verse, I began to look at it a little bit backwards because if you look at this, flourish is at the start and at the end. But in order to flourish, you have to be what? Planted. In order to flourish, you have to be planted. I'm gonna pull this up here, hopefully it doesn't make a big noise. Now there's a difference in being planted and growing and flourish. The word planted actually conveys the meaning of being stationary or permanent. So when something is planted, it it doesn't move around. It's like in a fixed location. So I'm I'm gonna plant this. Here's this little flower. So I'm gonna plant this. I'm gonna put this I'm going to plant it. Now, there's a difference between being placed and being planted. I hope you get this because I can position this in the pot, but if you don't plant it, it will not get the nutrients it needs. It's not going to grow. It's not going to flourish. And I think the mistake that we make is we think it's in the pot. So it should be fine. But until it's planted, it's not going to get what it needs. And I think this is so many of us. We're going from place to place to place. We're jumping around from one thing to another thing but we have to get to this place where we go I don't want to just be positioned in the house of God because it says be planted in the house of God there is something about the house of God there is community there is relationship there is truth there is a purpose and a plan for our life I don't know if you guys came here and you know about faith at all but there is a God who has a purpose and a plan for your life And the house of God is where you discover all of the things that He has placed inside of you and where you connect to the people that can push you up the mountain towards the things that He has for your life. So we have to get this place where we say, I don't want to just be positioned in the house. Like, I'm here. I came to church. I made it. She gathering. But are you putting your roots down deep so you can soak up everything that you need? Am I just placed? Do I just do this occasionally? Because if I'm not planted, I can't flourish. And a lot of you are wondering, why am I not flourishing? Because you're not planted. And listen, if I don't, if I don't plant this and I just, I just leave it positioned here, what will happen? It's going to die. It's going to die because it's not getting what it needs. So can I kind of picture this for you? If you want to be planted, you're saying, God, I want to be planted in your house. I want to surround myself with the right environment. I'm going to get planted. I'm getting stuff all over here. (laughs) Not just when I feel like going to church. Not just when it works for my schedule. Not just when I'm going through a tough time. Better get to church. Not when it's difficult or or stormy. God, I want to be planted in the house of the Lord. Day after day, week after week, I'm going to be there because, God, I want to become the person that you are calling me to be. So I am going to be planted in the house of the Lord because I want to walk in your blessing. I want to walk in your fruitfulness. And in order for that to be produced in my life, I have to surround myself and put myself in the right environment with the right nutrients that is going to cause me to grow. And God is saying, I want you planted in my house because that is where you're going to flourish. You know, I was reading that whether a flowering tree will survive is dependent on its environment. And the key to successful growth comes from the right conditions, the right soil, The available sunlight, the trees surrounding, see soil and environment matter. And I think a lot of us, we're not flourishing because, again, we're not planted but we're surrounding ourselves with things that are toxic and negative and we're wondering why I can't break out of this cycle. Why I can't get out of this, why I feel like my life is dying or the things around me are dying. Why can't I flourish? It's because we haven't surrounded ourselves in the right place with the right people that is going to bring the nourishment that we need in order to get to flourishing. So then in order to flourish, we have to be planted. And when we're planted, what can happen? Growth. So you know what's interesting? This verse says they will grow like what? A cedar of Lebanon. Now the Bible is so interesting because the cedar of Lebanon is actually really significant. The cedar of Lebanon is actually mentioned over 70 times in the Bible as a symbol of spiritual growth. So what happens is when we're planted in the house of the Lord, it says that we will grow like a cedar of Lebanon. We will have this spiritual maturity and this growth that takes place. And the word cedar actually comes, it actually means firm, firm rooted. It means a tree that has roots that that go down deep in the soil because the tree can only grow when its roots go down deep. Because if the roots can't stabilize the tree, it will fall, it will die. And so it's saying you will grow like a cedar of Lebanon, but here's the thing. The cedar of Lebanon grows really slow. It grows about 10 to 15 inches a year. Now, I don't know about you, but we live in a culture, and I'm very similar to this, that I want something and I want it now. Oh, flourish? I want my life to flourish. Okay, I'm here in your house, Lord. I'm planted. But then he's like, grow like a cedar of Lebanon. It's gonna take you a while. (laughs) And how many of you guys know that growth is a very active choice? We have to choose to grow because there are going to be things, even when you're planted, what, hap- what springs up? Weeds. And what do weeds do? They choke the life and they suck out the nutrients. So in order to grow, we have to continually be weeding things out of our life. We have to be getting rid of things that don't allow our life to flourish and to grow. We have to remove some things from our life, and we have to recognize that growth takes time. There's going to be time for for God to mature some things in, in your life, for you to learn some things, to grow in some things. And I hate that. Like I hate it when things take time. We live in like a microwave culture, like I pop it in, let's go. But it's like God, he's like a (laughs) Crock-Pot. But boy, the Crock-Pot meal tastes way better than the microwave meal, am I right? So some of you guys, you're in a season where yes, maybe you have been planted, but God has you in a growing season, a staying season, a firming of your roots season. And do not give up when it's difficult or when it's hard or when trouble comes or trials come. You know what these trees have to do in order in order for growth to happen, they have to find the sunlight. They have to find the good. They have to find the nutrients. So we have to be planted and then there's a, there's a season of time where we have to grow, where we have to have staying power. We have to embrace the process of what God is trying to do in our life. But here's what I really want to focus on. When we're planted, we grow, and then we will flourish like a palm tree. Now, I geeked out, okay, on like researching palm trees because I was like, Lord, if you're saying the righteous, now the righteous, you get right standing with God when you're planted and you're growing and you're maturing in your relationship with God, that's right standing with God. So it says the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. Now, now check this out. When I read about palm trees, it says this, palm trees consist of spongy, flexible tissue. They don't have a taproot system like many other trees. Instead, they have thousands of roots forming a dense system resembling spaghetti and radiating in all directions, meaning they have an extended support system. These characteristics make them very resilient and unaffected by seasons of change. They can survive drought, they can survive floods, they can survive storms. But this was my favorite. Palm trees are able to bend 40 to 50 degrees without snapping. They are flexible in every season can even withstand hurricane-force winds. And at the end of the storm, check this out, they return to their upright position with their root system intact. Listen to this. Surprisingly, storms can stretch and even strengthen the palm tree. And in many cases, palm trees are stronger in the aftermath of the storm. So listen, a lot of us, we think flourishing, right? Is this like, oh my gosh, my life is gonna be amazing and everything's gonna be roses and butterflies and I'm flourishing. No, we will flourish like a palm tree that goes through storms, that goes through difficulties. But when you walk through it, you come out upright and stronger than when you went in. And that is what our God wants for us. He wants us to flourish like a palm tree. Because none of us are exempt from the storms of life or the difficulties or the challenges. But you know what happens? Our pain starts to turn into purpose. We start to see God begin to use those things in our life we begin to walk through life unfazed by the seasons of change, by the difficulties that we face. And girls, that is the goal. That when we walk through life, because it is inevitable that you will go through trials. But we are so much better with the power and the presence of God in our life. We are so much better... Being rooted and surrounded by people that are going to push us up the mountain. And you know, palm trees actually they begin to to bear fruit, right? There's date palm trees, there's coconut palms. If we go back to the word flourish, it means to spring forth, to bud, to bloom. Started reading just about flowers for a second. You know what flowers? It says flowers do much more than just provide beauty and lovely scents. Their primary purpose is reproduction. And during the reproductive process, the flower makes these colorful petals that attract pollinators that take the pollen and produce nectar that provides food for the insects to help pollinate other plants. And the process of plant reproduction begins to happen. And it generates food for people and animals to eat. When we flourish in our life, When we flourish like the palm tree, we remain upright and we begin to produce fruit, what it does is that it gives an example to every single person that is walking around and going, she made it through that, so can I. She's walking through that and she's upright, so can I. And do you know what? We become an encouragement. We become the ones that are pushing the people up the mountain because we know what God has done for us. And so flourishing is a life that is green and alive and that as storm comes, it stands upright and it's stronger than it was originally. And my prayer girls is as you walk out of here tonight, that number one, you would plant yourself in a local church. And listen, I'm not here just to talk about my church. There's a lot of church represented in this room today. We are about the local church. You can go to Vibrant Church, One Name Church. There's other churches that are represented here. Or Coastal Community Church. (laughs) But planted doesn't mean when I feel like it it means I need to do it to survive and when I'm surviving I can begin to grow and to stretch and allow God to do some things in me so that when I do walk through the storms of life I'm flexible and I'm bending and I'm allowing things to go by me but at the end unfazed. So can I pray for you guys as you leave today? Father, we come before you, and Lord, I pray for every woman in this room. Lord, I don't know what position they find themselves in. I don't know where they're at in their spiritual journey, but Lord, I know that you brought them here on purpose that there was something that you wanted them to hear, that you needed them to hear, because God, I know that you want us to live flourishing lives. So I ask God that you would put on each and every person's heart, God, what season you have them in and what they need to do. Lord, I pray that if there's difficulty, if there's challenges, if there's storms that are present right now, God, that you would give them a resilience and a strength to be able to weather that storm. God, I pray for people that are discouraged in this place today, that they would walk out of here encouraged, that they would walk out of here lighter. Lord, I pray today for people that feel lonely, God, that you would bring them into a family, that you would bring them into community. Lord, we thank you that you love us. And we ask that as you step out of here tonight, as we step out of here tonight, God, that we would live flourishing lives that are unfazed by this world or by the things that we walk through. And that we would give you all the praise, honor, and glory. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Well, come on.